0: To JWF Monday Night Ignition I'm your host, Silver Spoon Joined as always by a man who certainly knows who's the best of the best It's Captain Tibbs And we're gonna see some of those best of the best here tonight Sills, we're gonna see B-Block go at it That's it That's right, Timbs. Of course, let's not forget, last week we saw the finals of Block A of the Best of the Best Tournament, which saw the Dillon win, and that meant at JWF Resurrection, these four men that are going to be fighting tonight, they are fighting for a chance to go one-on-one with the Dillon to earn the right to call themselves the best of the best and wear the captain's title around their waist, Timbs. I'm looking forward to it, Sills. I really put some of my favorites in here. And the other person that's wrestling in this because he deserved it. I was fixing to say, Tib, in our opening bout in Block B, we have got Guy Fieri taking on a man he has some history with, Rat Boy Connor. I mean, let's look back at the first ever King of the Steel City Tournament, the finals. Rat Boy Connor versus Guy Fieri. Those two put on an absolute clinic of a match that saw Guy Fieri coming out victorious, but let's be honest, Tibbs, Rat Boy Connor has grown a lot since that tournament. He has went on to have epic clashes with his former teammate, Victor. He has went on to hold the JWF Tag Team Championships. The Rat Boy has been become nothing to sneeze at. No, Sils, and it's almost like these two are always destined to meet in some form or fashion in a tournament. That is right, Tibbs, and you can see Conor starting off the match. Connor's gotten him a little bit of an ego on him ever since beating Victor, kicking him out of this company. You can see he's just showboating for the audience, letting his ego run wild. I mean, let's not forget in Connor's mind, I'm not one to throw around the word delusional, but the man thinks that he is the star of the show, that he's the biggest name in this company, and I'll be honest, I think he thinks the crowd loves him. So he believes it so much that he's actually actualized it into reality for himself. Put my psychologist hat back on. Captain Tim, psychologist, how you doing? I don't think that he understands who he's in the ring with right now. I mean, Guy Fieri's just laughing at him. You can see Guy Fieri smirking, and now Rap Boy's just started dancing in the center of the ring. He's called for his music. And wait a minute, Tibbs, is Guy Fieri doing what I think he's about to do? Oh, Guy Fieri busting a move. Tibbs. we've got a dance off here. Alright, didn't expect this to happen in this match, but I'm all, I'm all, I'm I'm for it, actually. I really like this. That's right, Rap Boy, Connor busting a move. Guy Fieri responded with a little bit of the cabbage patch. This is a regular break in two. Electric Boogaloo breaking out in the first matches of the best of the best tournament. And Tim's the crowd's loving it. Ah, yep. Okay. We can get back to wrestling now. I don't. Guys. I, well, Connors is holding up a high five. I think he's trying to find himself a new dance partner. And oh, God! Fietti with the snack attack. That massive right hand just connects with the jaw. And the rat boy falls down like a sack of potatoes, <laughs> Tims. <laughs> All right. Tims is enjoying that a little bit too much as Guy Fietti falls into the pinfall one. Two Three And Tim Let's be honest Guy Fieri just won Two matches tonight He won that dance off And then he won His way into the finals Of block B In the best of the best tournament And Guy Fieri is looking Happy as hell Tim You know what I bet if you told Guy Fieri That he'd he'd, he'd have a great night And not have to do Much at all He would not have believed you. That is right. You can see Guy Fieri asking for a microphone. I think he's got something to say after that epic victory. Damn, that feels good. Here, let me tell you something right now, ladies and gentlemen. This, what you're seeing right now, is the beginning of a new era in JWF. Because ever since I debuted in this company, I'll be honest, I knew that championship gold... Was never going to be in my future. I knew it would never be in the cards for that announcer over there to say, "And hey, new captain's champion, Guy Fieri. I was told over and over again that, you know something, Guy Fieri, that guy, he's a good hand. He's a guy that's great at getting over the new talent. And for a while, I thought that's where I'd be. And it made me sick. I'd lay awake at night re-watching my matches, trying to figure out where to get Where I needed to be. And last February, in the expiration chamber match, that was the only wake-up call I needed. I was inches away from winning the JWF Championship, and that's where it all clicked. You see, I'm through listening to the voices say that Guy Fieri is a good hand. I'm through with listening to the voices that say championship gold just isn't in my cards. Now I'm going to take those cards out of those people's hands and shove them straight up their ass because there's only one group of people Guy Fieri listens to now and it's each and every one of you because I know for a damn fact that at the end of this tournament the one thing that you people want to hear is that you're new JWF captain's champion is the king of Flavortown himself Guy Fieri well Timbs I mean he might be Fieri but that promo was fiery right now that man wants that title and I think he would do anything to get it that's right I'm loving this so I want to see this kind of dedication for this tournament to really show who's the best of the best. And there's no better exemplar of that than Guy Fieri. That's right. I mean, I know since the beginning of this tournament, I've said that Dylan is my pick and he is in the finals. But if Guy Fieri keeps this fire up, if he keeps it brewing in his belly, got that five-alarm chili going, I think that man might be our new captain's champion, tips. One can only hope, Sills. He deserves it. That is right. But speaking of another match that we are going to have at that Resurrection pay-per-view, let's talk about a match that was announced last week. Hollywood Hulcher versus Blake Tanner. This is something that has been brewing since WrestlePalooza Tibbs. We all remember Blake Tanner facing off against the Hammer Man, but the big story was that entire match. There was static, interrupting, filling the arena with this loud buzz. And we found out what that buzz was the following night during their rematch when Hollywood Holcher rushed down to the ring and interfered in Blake Tanner's match, allowing the Hammerman to pick up a well-needed victory, Tibbs. Of course, Sales, not the way I would have wanted to see the Hammerman claim victory, but it has truly taken Blake Tanner's downturn and sent him spiraling into insanity. That is right, Tibbs, but we have actually got Hollywood Hulcher backstage for his first interview here in the JWF. And I think he wants to respond to Blake Tanner and the animosity between them. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Zod the McDonald backstage here with the man known. As Hollywood Hulcher. Now, Hollywood, ever since debuting for this main roster, you've seemed to each week be having run-in after run-in after run-in with one man, and that man is Blake Tannen. I know you two have a lot of history between each other, but I gotta know, where is this current-day animosity coming from between you? Hey, hey, I had no animosity. When I came into this company, I was excited to see everything Blake Tanner had done. I mean, he was one of the longest reigning JWF champions, the first ever Triple Crown champion. The guy had done it all. Wow. And I thought, maybe I could get a piece of that. Maybe I could get a piece of that pie. So I inserted myself into the best of the best tournament. All the way to the to get and I I got all the way to the semifinals. I I was just about to earn myself a spot in the finals when Blake Tanner decided to crack me over the skull with a steel chair. And you know what? Good for Blake. I'm sure my ego had run a little wild there, thinking I could debut in this company and rock it my way all the way to a championship win. Uh, I know you don't get a leading role on your first night on stage and I'm happy that Blake Tanner woke me up from that little ego trip I was taking. But you want to talk about ego trips, let's talk about one Blake's been on all year. Despite all of his losses, despite Blake Tanner losing every single thing that he has ever held dear. Well, Blake Tanner just keeps coming back and saying it's not his fault. After all, he was one of the greatest champions this company has ever seen. There's no way he could just be losing right now. There's no possible way that Blake Tanner could be slipping up. Could he? You see, Blake, the real mark of a champion is who they are without their belt. Who they are without their friends by their side. A champion still shows up to fight and doesn't complain or whine to get their way after they slip down the totem pole just a little bit like you've done. And that may not be fighting for the JWF Captain's Championship at Resurrection, but I damn sure am going to be fighting like I am. When me and you face off in this ring one-on-one, you'll see the fight that I can bring. Well, uh, Tibbs, great debut there from Hollywood Holcher on the mic. The kid certainly knows what it takes to be a champion in this company, and he's going to be bringing that fire to his match against Blake Tanner. I mean, let's not forget when when uh, Hollywood was back in JXT, the man once had to fight for his entire life in the hell or er, I'm sorry, the highway to hell tournament. I mean, Hollywood Holcher knows what it means to fight when you've got nothing left. And let me tell you something, I think that's going to put him at a distinct advantage over Blake Tanner. Exactly. I think that Hollywood Holcher knows exactly what it means to fight with everything to lose and everything to gain he has fought for his own very life and so once you fought like that there's there's no going back that's right, but I mean, let's not forget one of the biggest matches he had back at JXT was against their BS champion, the man known as fomo Song, a man who has since then debuted for our company, debuting at the Regal Rumble, and recently has come into, come into sorts with the man known as the Hammerman. Uh, saying the Hammerman isn't the man that he had been in the past. I mean, we know the Hammerman used to want, be one of the biggest stars in this company, but lately, much like Blake Tanner, it seems like he's fallen from grace a little bit. As much as it pains me to say it, still, so the, the Hammerman, he tries to be the greatness, to be the great performer that we all know he can be inside. But uh, something's different, and, and I haven't been able to put my finger on it. FOMO-san keeps calling him out on it, telling him that he won't fight him until he can be the Hammer Man that everybody knows he can be. And and I I don't know what's going to break the Hammer Man out of this funk, but I sure as hell hope that it's coming soon. That's right. FOMO-san certainly seems to be causing an awakening in the Hammerman who is coming down to the ring right now. You can see no flashy outfit or anything. Hammerman just in his traditional workout gear. Still got the mask on, but Hammerman definitely seems to change, Tibbs. I don't know what to expect here, Silves. right, let's see what he's got to say. When I debuted in this company nearly two years ago, I didn't think that I was going to be here very long, okay? I I thought someone would unmask me. Someone would make me look like a fool. Or, Or worse yet, each and every one of you in that audience would turn on me. And over the years, I did get unmasked. I looked like a fool more times than I could count. But one thing never happened. You fans never turned on me. Even when you should have. Because the truth is... I might be living underneath a mask, but the Hammer Man is the most real form of my identity that there is. Travis Clouds, you know, that man That man had to live behind a mask each and every day. And he walked so the Hammer Man could run, jump, fly, and entertain each and every one of you. And it seems that I've been targeted by a man that... I, I guess he just thought he was trying to get under my skin, FOMO-san. He, he was a man that was claiming that I had changed. And, and he was right. You see, I've gotten to do a lot of great things in my career. I, I mean, I hold the record for the fastest title match at a JWF pay-per-view. I've got numerous title wins under my belt, but I was, I was always afraid. I always had that doubt, that, that fear that one day you people would turn on me. So I kept giving you what I thought you wanted, the high-flying maneuvers, the elaborate entrances, and yet I still was slipping every inch of the way. And somewhere along that path, I I guess I lost myself. And it was thanks to FOMO-san that I realized that you guys never loved me for any of that. You, you love the Hammerman because the Hammerman was real. And FOMO san, I, I do, I want to thank you for reminding me of that. And to remind me for your great heroic efforts, I want to be the first one to introduce you to the real Hammerman at JWF Resurrection. Because there will be just that when I step into the ring. A resurrection, a resurrection of one of the greatest JWF captain's champions of all time. A resurrection of the masked man that could take on giants. A resurrection of the hammer man. Last week, you said you wanted to face the baddest motherfucker in the JWF? Well, he's standing right here. Uh, Holy shit, you were at Lump the old Hammerman back. Well, it certainly seems like he is there in that ring right now, and he has issued a challenge to FOMO for resurrection. You yeah, know, so that's what I wanted to see. And it just brings a tear to my eye. All right, Tim, it's okay. Here, here have some Kleenex. You're all right but it looks like we've can, got can, us- can I just lean on your shoulder for a bit Okay, Tibbs, but it looks like we now have another match made we're going to see Blake Tanner versus Hollywood Holcher FOMO-san versus the Hammerman the finals of the best of the best tournament and then of course Tibbs we are going to have the main event a match that is going to see our JWF champion Scotty Moore take on the man who he took it from, Momoa Curry in a steel cage match, a match that was issued by Momoa Curry last week, and Tits, what do you think this match is in Scotty Moore's wheelhouse? It's kind of more of a classic styled match, and we know Scotty Moore is a little bit more of a a new style wrestler. Uh, I'm not sure, Sills, I I don't recall Scotty Moore being in many cage matches in his time, and, and Let me tell you, any time there's a structure in play in a wrestling match, it completely changes the dynamic. It completely changes the flow of the match. It changes what you can do, what you're capable of. And it's something that Scotty Moore might not be ready for. Well, I mean, that is true, but you do also have to consider Scotty Moore has had some amazing success in not not a steel cage, but a heck in a sec match. That's essentially, not not to like to use this term, but a steel cage match on steroids. He's defeated demons like Honeypot. He's faced off against numerous competitors in that structure, and he's come out victorious more times than I could count. Very true, Sills, but when you think about it on the flip side, Momoa Curry's record, heck in a sec, steel cages, flawless and exemplary. That is right, Tibbs, and we have sent one of our top interviewers backstage to hear from Scotty Moore about his reaction to this stipulation being added to his title match. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody. Honeypot Mick. Old McDonald here with your JWF World Heavyweight Champion, Scotty Moore. Now, Scotty, last week, Momoa Curry, in an emotional sit-down interview with Silver Spoon, let his feelings be known about you, and he went on to challenge you for your JWF Championship in a steel cage match. Ah, fucking course he did. Of course! Momoa Curry, the old schooler himself, he'd want to challenge me to a steel cage match. I mean, that's really how you think this is going to end, Momoa? You're in a company with brutal sadistic matches like the nautical rules match a company that forces two men to truly test their limits in Iron Man matches and yet you decide to go with a steel cage match you really think that's gonna be the one to settle it all huh you you really think that's gonna be the big deal (laughs) okay you know what I I guess I guess it only makes sense right back in old Momoa's day that big steel cage truly was the way to end it all right But we've evolved past that, haven't we? At this point in the wrestling industry, have we not evolved beyond this glorified escape room game? Two men climbing to the top of the cage, the big will-they-won't-they of making that last-minute escape. It's gotten formulaic, right? I I mean, it's gotten boring. And honestly, it's done nothing but become a cheap knockoff of its former self. You see, the truth is, the steel cage match is nothing but a relic of its era. But you know something? I'm more than willing to fight in that match because that steel cage is just like Momoa Curry. Formulaic, boring, a relic of a bygone era that these idiots in the crowd will cheer for just because... Oh wow, it's a big cage, Darla Better get the camera (laughs) And Momoa (laughs) Momoa, I'm sorry, but I've got bad, bad news Because at Resurrection I'm going to kick you in the face And walk out of that ring proudly On my own two feet And show you the truth That you're terrified to accept The JWF has evolved beyond the steel cage. It's evolved beyond these cheesy gimmick matches. And it's evolved beyond you. Did he just cut a promo on a match type? Okay, I really didn't think he would not like a steel cage that much. Also, why would you just insult the fans like that? I, I, I don't get, I mean... That is what most of our fans are, but come on. I don't know, Tim's but it seems like Scotty Moore, he wants to step into that steel cage, put an end to that match type, and also put an end to Momoa Curry at Resurrection with the JWF Championship is on the line, but we are also going to have another match for a championship the JWF Tag Team Championships are going to be on the line when our champions the War Wizards take on the team they took that title from the Wild Eyed Southern Boys and what's going to be an epic brawl Tibbs I mean these two they have been going back and forth for months yeah Sills and I, I, I don't know what to feel about this match it's going to be wholly in the Wild Eyed Southern Boys territory it is the match that they have won and defended the Tag Team Championships in numerous times. It is something that they used to take down the VWO, one of the best tag teams we've seen in years. That's right. That two-on-two advantage is always the best. I mean, many people said at WrestlePalooza the only reason the War Wizards were able to sneak out was the stipulation. They had six other men in that ring fighting amongst one another, allowing them to to get a sneak victory. This is going to be the first real proving of their championship prowess at Resurrection, but before then, we get a little preview of that match right now in our second match in Block B of the Best of the Best Tournament as Sam Adams, the beer man himself, the leader of the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys takes on none other than the War Wizard. Alright Tibbs, and it looks like the match is starting off in the ring. War Wizard with a massive lariat just leveling Sam Adams. You can see Sam scrambling to get back to his feet, but ooh, a second lariat levels him once again and you can see the War Wizard already out like a house of fire trying to just destroy Sam Adams, Tibbs. This is that magical thinking energy of the War Wizard coming out With nothing but the pure drive to win and show up Sam Adams. That's right, Sam rolling to the outside. You can see him speaking with his fellow associates, Houston Longhorn. Their manager, Spider Lockhart, making his return to the ringside area. But the War Wizard already going to the outside, giving chase. But wait a minute, Tibbs. Sam Adams actually hiding behind his teammates. What kind of cowardly move is this? This isn't even in the spirit of the match. This is supposed to be the best of the best. This is not something that I would expect from the best. That's right. The War Wizard just jaw back and forth with the rest of the wild-eyed Southern boys. And it looks like it's given Sam Adams enough time to back up and, oh, deliver a massive Luthes press just bursting through the other Southern boys, taking down the War Wizard, raining down fists onto the skull of the tag champion. before heading back into the ring. The referee at a count of five. And, I mean, the War Wizard's still down Tibbs you gotta think he is gonna want to get back in this ring he will not be happy if he loses this by a count out Not at all, Sills. This isn't what I'd want to see, although it would mean we've got two short matches tonight. That's right. Sam Adams in the ring doing a little bit of premature gloating, but wait a minute. The War Wizard at the very last minute leaping back into the ring, and you can see a little bit of of fear, of anger growing on the face of Sam Adams, who rushes the War Wizard, just raining fists down onto him, but... Oh, Tibbs, look at that. Look at the strength of the War Wizard picking up Sam Adams like he he was nothing. Like he was just a little baby and slamming him into the mat, going for a quick pinfall. One, two, what? Houston! Houston Longhorn has just pulled the referee out of the ring, and that means that Sam Adams and the War Wizards are still going. What in the world is Houston Longhorn thinking? I don't know, Sills. This is not... This is not how you win a match. That's right. Now it looks like Sam getting back to his feet. Oh, wait a minute. What is Spider Lockhart doing? Spider Lockhart trying to hand off some brass knuckles to the beer man who goes for a big shot to the face. But wait a minute. The War Wizard. The War Wizard dodges the punch and locks him in. He wrestles Sam Adams to the ground and he's locked him in at Tibbs. The Crucio Crossface. He is just trying to rip off the skull of Sam Adams in the center of the ring. Oh, damn. That's right. I mean, what an embarrassment it'd be for Sam Adams being forced to tap out in the opening round. And you can see Sam just struggling, reaching for the ropes with those feet. <laughs> and honestly, Silves, he would deserve it at this point. This is not how you would go about a match hurting in extremely important opportunity, like being the best in the best. That's right. Oh, but wait a minute, Tibbs. Look at this. Houston Longhorn actually stretching out the ropes, allowing Sam Adams to get the rope break. Real ethical move right there. But, oh, Jeremis. Jeremis, the tag team partner of the War Wizard, coming from out of nowhere, taking down Houston Longhorn. And it looks like we've got us a brawl on the outside, Tibbs. That's what I like to see, Silv's so, teamwork. That's right, and back in the ring, the War Wizard has Sam Adams scouted, and it looks like he is about to finish things off as he picks him up for Avada. Kadavra, but no! Sam Adams! Sam Adams digging those fingers into the eye of the War Wizard. He's just blinded the man, Tibbs. Oh, my God, what a dirty backhanded tactic that's right you see our referee pulling Sam away from the war wizard and you know that Shibata is not approving of these actions in his match in this tournament Sam trying to get back in it but the referee holding him at bay I, I just don't understand how he thinks that should honestly disqualify him at this point But I know that Shibata wants to see a good match out of these two Just like everybody at home That's right, but wait a minute, Spider Lockhart Spider Lockhart, the manager of the Southern Boys Getting in the ring with those brass knuckles And just clocking the War Wizard across the face Tibbs, what in the world is going on? I don't know. I can usually smell Spider Lockhart from five miles away, but now he's here. He's pulled it over on all of us. That's right, and you see the War Wizard is just knocked out on the ground. A little bit of blood pouring out of the side of his mouth as Sam Adams falls into that pin. One, two, three. And Tim's just like that, it looks like Sam Adams is moving forward in block B of the best of the best tournament. Going to be facing off against Guy Fietti next week to determine who's going to be going to resurrection to face off against the man known as the Dillon. But Tims let's be honest, it was not without some help on the side of the wild-eyed southern boys. Not at all, Sills, and damn it, I will not allow this stupid shit to mess with my tournament. I'm. I, Alright, fuck it. Next week, the Block B match. Guy Vietti, Sam Adams, Wild Southern boys, including Spider Hart, are banned from ringside. Oh, amazing tips. Let me tell you something. This is a tournament to determine who the best of the best is, and their actions tonight certainly weren't befitting of somebody who'd call themselves the best of the best. So that means it is going to be one-on-one next week in the finals of Block B as Guy Fieri takes on Sam Adams. And you know we're going to hear some words from the Dylan about how he reacts to these two men possibly being his opponent at Resurrection Tips. Look forward to hearing it, Sills. Those bastards have just got my blood boiling. That is right. We're also going to be hearing from Blake Tanner responding to Hollywood Hulcher's words tonight. We're going to hear so much building up to this next great pay-per-view. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to support jwf monday night ignition by donating over at patreon.com slash a load of bs you could get shouted out on the show we could bring you into our developmental territory jxt where tips let's be honest we've had some amazing people come into jxt and then debut on the main roster fomo son hollywood Hulcher, all jxt standouts that made their way onto this show and you it could be you too if you give us money that is right. Or you could, of course, pick up some merch for your favorite JWF or JXT superstars online at merch.alotapurebs.com We got some ultra soft shirts, some amazing stuff for you to pick up, and you can only get it at merch.alotapurebs.com Tibbs. I love it, Silves. Alright. We'll see you next week. That don't steal don't steal my line, Tibbs. You know what? Sims, we're just—we're all resurrecting here. Let's have a resurrection party. Get everybody get in the ring. All right, the crowd's getting in the ring. It's very chaotic. This is not good, given the certain time we're in right now, Tibbs. This is a very Tibbs dance off. Alright, well, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, assuming we don't all die, he's been Captain Tibbs, I've been Silver Spoon, this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.